Welcome to issue 85 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here, we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel, and joining me tonight is Steve. Hello, Daniel. How are you? Steve, I'm great. How are you? I'm also great. I'm glad that karmic redistribution has happened in your life. Thank you. Yes. Also joining us tonight is our dear friend and colleague from the North, Mike. Daniel, you're back from the dark dimension. Oh, I went went to a very, very frightening place. Um, But I'm glad to be back. (laughs) Um, How are you, Mike? I'm doing well. I'm doing well this fine month, this fine Tuesday. Mike, I'm sure that you, like me, are wondering, Steve, what's on your mind tonight? Oh, Daniel, I'm glad you asked. Uh, What uh, is on my mind tonight is the nice things that random strangers out on the internet have to say about us. People say nice things on the internet? Yeah, uh, it, it does happen, apparently. Uh... We have got a few really nice reviews on Apple Podcasts, and we just wanted to thank those people who s- said some nice things to us. So we're going to read those, and you know, if you want to rate and review us out there, go ahead, do it. You know, that helps us become more visible to other listeners who uh, we can, you know, bring into the fold and expand our evil empire. So, and we'll say your name and express our gratitude. Yeah. Hey, why, why don't you read the first review? I will. I'm going to read one from McTheldahl. Great insight into the game. Good pacing and information. Thank you, McTheldahl. That is something that was always on our mind from the get-go. At least the pacing was. The information is, you know, come and go. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you, McTheldahl. And thank you for the five stars. Ooh. Mike, you got another one for us? Uh, yeah, this one uh, looks like uh, anonymous here. One star. Uh, Steve, you need to do your dishes in the villain's secret lair. Stop leaving them for others. Well, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's strange. That's what you said to me last week. <laughs> and they're still wow. there. Interesting. Oh, they need to soak. They have to soak. There's uh, hero blood all over them. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Jeez. All right. Come on, Mike. What's our real oh, You want me to keep going? Man, this is be- the dates on these are old. This is before me. This is before I came on the show. Uh, nice show. I like the concept of taking things from the villain side. Thank you, Better Off Tedder. I hope I didn't scare you away. Yeah, I mean, we're the only ones out there who really appreciate the villains, I think. So. I think that's true. Yeah. yeah. And people appreciate that we care about villainy. Steve, is there another good one? Uh, there's one here from 47Una70. Oh, I love this one. 47Una70, yeah. And this is called Trash Night. <laughs> The Critical Encounters gang is funny and knowledgeable. In addition, episodes tend to drop on Tuesday, Trash Night. Thanks for making <laughs> Trash Night fun. So uh, I, I I take out the trash every once in a while. It does not usually take me 27 minutes. Me either. So I don't know what's going on for 7 Una 70, but uh, I'm glad we could be there with you for the half hour it takes you to take out the garbage. Um, and I, I appreciate that you think we're knowledgeable. Even with me on this cast. That's really... That's fantastic. It's, it's sweet. Uh, yeah. Five stars. There's nothing else on. 
<laughs> when I first saw, tra- saw Trash Night, I was like, uh-oh, here we go. And then I uh, I end up loving that. So. And, um, oh, I'm going to murder this one. Pesh Jerks said, we're fun. You guys are so much fun. They love every episode. Thank you. Thank you. Petch jerks. That's probably not right. So those are just some of the nice things that folks have said about us. And we would love more people to say nice things about us. And we'll talk about you on air. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everybody. For real. Heartfelt. Steve, what are we doing tonight? Well, tonight, well, tonight is a special issue. Tonight, we are going to do a Taskmaster's (gasps) School for Gifted Rhinos. These rhinos? There's gifted rhinos? For rhinos, yeah. I guess Uh, there's one. Villains. Okay, well, the rhino. Uh, So this is an issue where we're going to take a look back at a specific scenario. We're going to talk about which so-called heroes the villains should be deathly afraid of, or which goody two-shoes doesn't stand a chance against thwarting the villainous goals of the scenario. In this case, rhino. So we've all, you know, taken a look at rhino, and we're going to bring a hero or an aspect or some fun um, scenario ideas that we think are good or bad to pair with rhino. So... That's what we're doing. Can I can I say something bold, gentlemen? Mm, please. I love Rhino. And I actually have a lot of fun playing against him, like I did this week. I have fun. Like, you kind of have to make your own fun. But, like, in his simplicity is his joy there. Definitely. I've said it. Yeah, so Rhino. All right, why, why are we going to look at Rhino, right? I mean, we all know he's probably the easiest one out there. Uh, he's the first villain that you ever go up against. But now there are two big boxes, maybe three, depending on where you live in the world. Uh, you might have two scenario packs full of modular sets, maybe three, depending on if you have the hood or not. Um, mm-hmm. So Rhino out of the core has a lot of new options. So that's why we wanted to take a look back and, um, you know, what can we do with what we have now to make Rhino, like you said, make some more fun out of him. Yeah, if you're thinking, oh, I'm going to turn this off. This is boring. No, 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 no. We're going to take this to a whole other level. <laughs> I hope. We are. I think we've. each of us has approached the task we had very differently. Because this school has more than one instructor. It does. Oh, yeah. Some of us are old fuddy-duddies like me. Mm. And some are, you know, like you two, new and wild and engaging and crazy. So... Yeah. Mike's like the modern art dancer school class, I think, right? I, I think that's right. Yeah. The modern art bananas class. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ambitious, out of the box. Yeah. So let me tell you a little bit more about Rhinos going into this. So okay. Rhinos encounter set has 17 cards and 11 by title. Okay. This, this They suggest bomb scare, but we are not going to talk about bomb scare, right? We've talked about bomb scare in the past. Mm-hmm. Yep. His main set has four minions and two side schemes. So there's not a ton of minions in that set. There's not a ton of side schemes in that uh, out of those 17 cards. But, you know, you're going to have a a good variety. There's 11 different cards. So uh, why don't we just kind of refresh the folks on, like, a few of the critical cards, Rhino stats, his scheme, and a few cards that are key. Mike, why don't you give us the the man himself? Sounds good. Okay, so Rhino... He has a pitiful one scheme for all three of his forms. Uh, In form one, he starts with two attack, form two, three attack, and then third is four attack. So his first is just a simple one scheme, two attack. That's it. And 14 hit points. His second form, he gets the win revealed. Search the deck and discard pile for break in and taken and reveal it. And his final form, he gets tough 
and when revealed, stun each hero. Maxes out at 16 hit points per player, kind of in the middle, uh, but that four attack is nothing to sneeze at. Right. So he's a bruiser. He's a he does one thing and he does it well. And he can even do it weller with his cards. Mostly, mostly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Provided there's no sneaky tricks going on. I don't know, man. Charge is still a thing. Not to venom Oh boy. Daniel, why don't you read it like why don't you tell us about charge and stampede and, sure, and sure. those things? So yeah. I, I think of those as his signatures. So charge is gives him plus three attack on his next attack, which gains overkill. Um so if he's like third form, that's seven overkill before you even deal out the boost card. He can get you. He can get you. And stampede, uh, if you're a hero, he attacks you. And if a character's damaged by this attack, they're stunned. Like, that's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you can get the charge out, then he can stampede you when you're not looking, that kind of thing. All right. And then his main scheme, the break-in, is very basic. He's got one scheme for the whole game. It starts with zero threat, it goes up by one per player, and it maxes out at seven. So there's nothing exciting about it except for the fact that it's fairly low threshold. When you look at cards like advance yeah i was gonna say when you lose to rhino it's always on his scheme right he never beats you up oh for sure right so um and it's because he's such a hard hitter that's all you care about it's like sort of the physical game against him and you forget that his tiny brain can actually scheme you up pretty easily in a multiplayer game actually if if you're all ignoring it you know what i mean so yeah now see i i experienced slightly different of that we oh, played we recently we recently played a three player rhino game and the threat was not an issue because it could go up to 21 and we had a justice uh, player right right, right? Yeah, so yeah. there was a lot of times there was like no threat on the main team like i'll squirt for three and that's that's it it's all gone yeah um, okay but we were getting beaten up because of the card combos of a charge and a stampede all in one round mm. uh so right so how do you want to approach this discussion well we should just charge right in. Oh, nice. I like that. Okay, who's up? <laughs> you are. I, I am. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's talk Rhino. See, uh, my class was a uh, deck building 101. I took the Rhino deck and I said, okay, if I were to deck build for a solo adventure, what would I do? What would I put into it? And you guys pretty much hit the nail on the head. He hits big and he's got this one scheme with a low threat threshold. So what do you do? How do you boost that? Now, unfortunately, because of FFG's hero bias, we don't get aspects. We don't get a thousand different cards. We have to take cards as a group. We have to take modular sets. And we only get one. And of course, yeah, we, we all know about those biases. So I felt probably a good way to go was to focus on his strengths rather than shoring up his weaknesses. We could have tried to get some sets that boost his scheme but i i don't know there's really not a whole lot out there that's reliable so anything that could help help him threat out or help him hit faster and harder i thought was the way to go and in the solo game that matters that threat threshold of seven is insane and it combos really poorly when you start the game with rhino 2 and therefore go to rhino 3 because if he starts beating on you you're probably going to want to flip and you can't always flip because you're really, really close to that threshold. So, so Mike, can I stop you real quick? Yeah. Did you, did you play solo or I multiple? Played, 
I played exclusively solo. I tried okay. three different heroes, and I tried three different modular sets. He's most challenging solo, right? I mean, can we I agree? Think so. Yeah. I think so, yeah. I yeah. played both multiplayer and solo, and I think in the solo games, I did not win everyone. No. So. Okay. Yeah. Now, one of the questions Steve asked us was, hey, who's, you know, who is afraid of Rhino and who's not at all afraid of Rhino? And I think, uh, I mean, in general, someone who could help mitigate, keep that threat down while still hammering away at the villain is probably good in a solo game. But the jack of all trades, they're good at most solo games, but because this threshold is so low, I think it's more important here. So I'm thinking, you know, Gamora is pretty decent, but I'm going to go Venom as probably the best matchup versus Rhino for the heroes because he does all of that. He can keep everything down, plus he stuns. Rhino's a one-trick pony. You stun him, what has he got? He's got nothing. Uh, on the other hand, what do you do if you don't have that option, right? So I I took this with those two characters, uh, Gamora and Venom, and then I also threw Drax and hulk adam oh i'm glad he said hulk well here's the thinking what does hulk do well hulk does a lot of damage really fast so the thought was okay how do i how do i beat the hulk because if the hulk gets set up at all then he kills you in one hit basically so how do you prevent that from happening well the hulk can't thwart very well and this when revealed effect is actually really important. If you start with Rhino 2, and of course, I, I started with Rhino 2, you start with Breaking and Taken in play, which gives you a hazard icon. And in solo, that's a big deal. Because now, unless someone can take the, what it would be, it would be three threat. Unless they can take that three threat off on the first turn, you get that card advantage right, right away. So it all becomes this game of, can you keep the Hulk at bay long enough to thread out the main or out beat him and i actually lost only once to threat and a couple times just to pure damage because of the crazy shenanigans that happened and one of the ways you say i lost are you talking from the perspective of rhino or hulk? i'm talking about rhino okay. sorry sorry no no i'm talking about hulk okay so hulk. you lost as hulk to rhino yeah like three times okay and okay. because and if the name of the game is slowing hulk down right you just have to slow him yep. down enough Yep. To thread out or to, to, to beat your main scheme. He's already got a couple things running for him. He's got, when he flips to third form, he's got toughness and stun each hero. So that's immediately like two Hulk attacks that you're negating right there, unless you've got other tricks up your sleeve. Hulk's got a small hand size. So he doesn't have a lot of tricks outside the big smashes. And when he can, he can absolutely build up there. But that's just it. He has to build up to get there. And you don't have that time. You have seven rounds minus you know whatever you can do to keep that down then there's the armored rhino suit which slows the heroes down because it can soak up to actually it can soak at least five damage uh, and prevent you from beating up the villain he's also got sandman who yes he's a mini with only four hit points but he's also tough so it's going to take you a couple attacks to get through to him and he's three attacks you can't just leave him alone so all these little things that just help slow slow the character down so that's uh, that's part one uh, of what I did. Now, part two is which modular sets I threw in here. You know, well, you're talking about slowing him down with the Sandman. He also comes with two Hydra mercenaries that have guard. That's so right, he does. That's three health that you have to send somewhere else if you're trying to rush him. So, and, and those guards come up. 
Yeah. Yeah. And he's got the treachery. I'm tough. Gives him a tough status card. So he's got a, just enough going on to help keep that pressure on. Now, you can make it worse. So a couple of ways you can go. You can go with the Anachronauts. Which you love to do. I do. You love your Anachronauts. Don't know if it's the best for this one. Because the Anachronauts, their big thing is give the enemy extra boost cards. Yes, they've got some high attack people. And one of them has guard. And they have you know decent attack. But the big thing is their boost cards make Rhino have more boosts. And that could just make him hit harder. Especially if he has charge on. Great. Fantastic. Their, their boost icons, they range. They, they range from, you know, one to three. So the bigger sets, I thought, were the Cree Militant set and Running Interference. Cree Militants, you know, should seem obvious because it's full of these big, beefy Cree. But when I was looking at them, there's really only one dud card in this set. And I would say, I'll say dud in Rhino's context. And it's the Cree Private that comes in with Quick Strike and he only has one attack because you could just ignore him. That's all he does. Whereas you've got this Cree Commando with two attack with patrol. So if you're going to do any thwarting at all on the main, you've got to take him out. And he's got six hit points. You've got this Cree Lieutenant with seven hit points and his guard and stalwart. And then, and this got attached to him in a couple, in uh, one of my games, the Cree Combat Armor. Attached to the enemy with the highest attack, which, guess what? It's Rhino. Reduce <laughs> the amount of damage each character takes from each attack by one. And you have to spend three resources of the same type to discard this card. So yes, Hulk can do it with his crazy strength cards, but that's his hand. So, I mean, that that really slows you down, just having that armor down. And all the boost icons there just buff his attack. It's basically plus two to plus three uh, with overkill or piercing. So if he is in his final form with four attack and he's got a charge on him, now he's up to seven, and then he gets... Uh, a Cree Lieutenant as a boost card, he is up to 10 attack, uh, effectively with overkill. That's Hulk territory on Rhino. Cool. Yeah. Running interference was the other way of doing it. It's the slowing down by just making you wade through mud and doing so much other stuff to you that you you have to untangle yourself before you can either before you can even get at the villain. Like, all tied up means you cannot ready or change form until you spend two resources. One of them is mental, one of them is fist. So, yes, you can do it, but, my goodness, in solo, that's that just slows you down. But, and Tombstone, of course, has nine hit points and three attack, and he can just discard your hand. Again, awful when you're solo, really awful when you're Hulk. But I think the funniest card is media coverage, because there's two of them. As It's easy to get rid of. Once it's attached to you, it's just spend a mental resource and alter ego. Okay, great. You resolve each when revealed ability that you reveal one additional time. There is no limit on that. So I played a game where on the first turn, I was setting up with Hulk. And the first card off the encounter deck after Rhino attacked me was media coverage. I had break in and taken out, so I had to draw another card. You know what card I drew? Ampede? Assault. Advance! No, no, no. Hard to keep down. Oh. Yeah, Rhino okay. heals four damage. Okay, fine. He he heals eight. No, no, no. If no damage was healed this way, this card gained surge. So that triggered twice. Ooh. Yeah, and that surged into a Stampede, which triggered twice, and an Advance, which triggered twice. So that was basically game over round one. That's so fun. Yeah. That's nice. That's <laughs> I love when the good guys do things like that. Yeah. So. Good work, Rhino. 
it, it was a fun set of games, right? And Gamora had kind of a rough time because she has some defense, but I didn't I didn't build her right, really. I think she could have done done better. Venom totally kicked Rhino's butt because he just stun locked him. Every card he has is just stun Rhino win. Yeah, the grasping tentacles was like take Rhino out for two rounds. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I did have one game where Hulk was able to muscle through. He had kept bringing Lockjaw back every turn just to keep that threat down. And then he was one hit from killing Rhino and it ended up getting a stampede. And the stampede <laughs> did it, right? Because Hulk was soaking damage. And even though he starts with 18 health, he can't suffer four plus boost every turn. Nope. And the other thing you gotta what we gotta think about as Hulk is that yeah, you're doing 10 damage, but if Rhino version two, your first form of Rhino only has two health left. Wah wah. You just you just lost eight damage. It doesn't spill over. So in a multiplayer game, obviously it would be different. Your other team could help Hulk, Hulk out at the right moment. But it was a fun little exercise to see how I could tech against the bruiser, right? That's fun. Yeah. yeah. Now, Steve, what hero... How many, how many different games did you play against Rhino? I played a three-player and several solo games. And what heroes did you take against him? Okay, so in the solo match, I took the brand new Nebula precon right out of the box. Okay. I'm like, this is a brand new villain. Let's see what the power creep looks like against Rhino. I um, did the same thing. And with ne- with Nebula? With Nebula, yeah. Okay. Pulled her out of the package and put up Rhino expert, but like bomb scare normal. I don't know if that's what you did too, but I was just like, let's just see like the, the precon against like Rhino normal. Yeah, actually, my first game was just how does she fare against Rhino normal? And, um, you know, she comes with justice, but I got taken out with those surprise attacks. Stampede. Did you? Yep. How were you? Did, did you? I, did you good? I did not win. I only did it once. I only played once just because I wanted to see how Nebula played. And I don't. Right. Like, I, I could have played a whole bunch of times to, like, figure out how to grok Nebula and, like, understand, like, the techniques and stuff. But I just, like, I probably botched a few plays, but no, it's just uh, Rhino Solo can be too fast. Yeah, I he gets a cu- I, couple of his key he, cards and he just rolls and, over if, you. If the encounter deck works out right, yeah. But I think Nebula is going to be a lot of fun. Um, he definitely you know, is. She, I went... she reminded me of Black Widow. I don't know if you thought that. Yes, definitely, because she yeah, wants they, to... I get definite Black Widow vibes from Nebula, and I like that. Yep, she's um, putting her techniques out, and you're flipping back and forth so you can have a big turn. We can trigger all of her things. Yeah, totally um, neat. I did rebuild her in aggression, and Ooh, so in neat. our three-player game, and let me let me talk about that for a second. Then, so in our three-player game, we had Nebula aggression, uh, Gamora justice primarily, and Drax protection. I wanted to okay. see, okay, how does Rhino fare? I, I wanted I wanted to shout Rhinos in space, kind of like from the Muppet Show, Pigs in Space. Okay, and now. Uh, yep. So the, we took the, Guardi- <laughs> the Guardians uh, up against Rhino with ship command because I want you know Rhino stole a stole a ship and off we were off in space. Um, so we we played expert. You know we had the Milano out and like we talked about when we did the ship command, we only got to maybe use the Milano's um, resource like three times the whole game because every you know we were just using it to cancel yep. cards. Um, yep, yep. And what happened there was. We had quite a few because of the three-player thing. We had a charge, 
with a charge, you know, where he was he was loaded up, so now he's ready to attack for ten plus a boost with overkill. That's a big deal. So we're trying to figure out how do we mitigate that. Um, we had him. We used the um, I don't know, it was like blindside or hull breach where you're like, oh, exhaust Milano to cancel this card. Great. And the next card was special delivery. So he's attacking with plus one attack. Um, so we had to worry about health quite a bit in that game. Threat was not an issue. We had Gamora with Justice, even, you know, she's pinging Threat off, and everybody had a little bit. Um, it was the health that was we were worried about because we kept getting hit pretty hard. I mean, he's right. hitting for a four, and he has quite a few hit points in the three-player games. You know, 16 times three is a good number, uh, so you can't just, like, rush him no. real fast. Phys- um, physically, he is no chump. Right. Cannonade is out. All his boost arc icons are plus one at this point, and that rogue vessel which is a great card for the villains is up and it comes out and we're looking at it and we all take our point of damage and we're trying to figure out well what happens now that rhino has that that's what happened it was uh two charges and a rogue vessel in one round so now he's a 10 <laughs> we all just took one point of damage we know we're going to all take another point of damage if we can't get rid of rogue vessel and who's going to take the hit and so we were thinking, okay, that's it. Nebula or Gamora dies if they're the ones who take this attack, even with the overkill because of the health status that we were at. And the one, I think, if you can't stun Rhino, and that doesn't remove the charges, but the one way to really kind of neuter Rhino is humongous big attacks is to drop a tough status on yourself. And that's what Nebula did with one of her special techniques. She got a tough on her. And just said, I'll block the gigantic attack. No damage done. Yeah. Right? That's, if, yeah. if you can't stun him, you get you go tough. Because he has no piercing. Like, even his ivory horn that you would think, oh, if he has this on, he should gain piercing, does not give him piercing. That's where Rhino falls a little short there in, in that, that big player yeah. game. It's just like, somebody's going to be able to put a tough out somewhere and block that, that big overkill attack. Because we see a lot of piercing in these sets, but they all seem to be in specific villain sets. It's only in that the boost icons for two pre-militants cards that he actually gets piercing. Right. So if you're using that set and that he's got overkill killed. and piercing and whatever, yeah, that's that's where yeah. you can really do some damage. The odds are low. When did piercing get introduced? It's not in the core set, is it? No. Was it? Yeah. So it's like Red Skull. I think it is. Right. Boy, I don't. I don't know when it came up. I think it was Red Skull. Because, yeah, I think Rhino's Horn just sort of predates the keyword. Yeah. Otherwise, it should have had it. Yeah, and then he's the first guy you're playing against. Yeah. But it sounded like, though the heroes were victorious, it was a fun challenge, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, it was a good timer on the table. Uh, There wasn't, like, there wasn't too much mental bandwidth that we had to strain. We all were having (laughs) a good time. We played Nebula and Gamora which we were waiting for, like we couldn't play each other's, we couldn't play our signature allies because they were each other. And we were right. really, really waiting for our nemesis card, like Shadow of the Past to come up because those also wouldn't come up and they would surge and maybe they would surge into something else. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, that didn't that didn't happen. We got a lot of obligations come up, but we never got the uh, Shadow of the Past. Right. But those Shadows of the Past would still like get, wouldn't they still bring in the... Uh, the side scheme. The side scheme and, scheme and all the treacheries, yeah. yeah. So. And then it would surge, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. so exciting so i did play like i said I, I went back um i did play that nebula solo but then i went and i played some scarlet witch 
leadership against Ooh. Rhino. It's a power deck that this Scarlet Witch leadership. It's really very strong. So I wanted to find a modular set that I thought would give her a run for money with Rhino, which is tricky. And I also went into the Guardians box and I came out with Space Pirates. Mm. So this set we haven't talked about yet on the show, but it has five quick striking minions. So I thought that would be great because Rhino can attack and then these guys can come up, they can hit, and they all have really neat abilities where if they do damage, you're removing cards from your deck or cards from your hand. And, you know, that that can hurt with a setup, especially if they pop up early. You, you think you've blocked Rhino and then you get hit for another two. So you're kind of always on the edge. It also has the two treacheries, Honor Among Thieves, where you get to discard cards from the encounter deck until you draw a criminal minion. Or until you discard a criminal minion and you reveal that minion. Well, two of the minions in Rhino set, Sandman and Shocker, are both criminals. Oh, nice. Oh. It can go and grab them, right? And Shocker does damage when he comes out. And like you said, Sandman has tough. Uh, and you're putting out a boost card for the villain. So uh, the minion's getting tough. So it, like that Honor Among Thieves is a great card for Rhino because, oh, no, he's got a bonus boost. And he's got a minion out. Maybe he just went and got a Crick Strike minion. Um, so it can really hit kind of nice. And then the side scheme for Space Pirates just says that all enemies get plus one attack. So, boom. Rhino's bigger. So, uh, like, leans into that. So what happened? Uh, I won one. I lost one. I think I played three times, maybe. Awesome. I definitely, she she lost to him a, at least once. Um, the other neat thing too with this set with her is right. All her cards are like discarding cards from the encounter set. So you, you know, to do her hex bolt and that sort of stuff. Yep. Yep. The honor among thieves is discarding cards from the encounter deck and the pirates, uh, boost effect are to give the villain an additional boost card. Um, so more cards are coming off the deck. So it was getting to the point where I was burning through his deck, and he had one or two acceleration tokens. So now instead of just one threat per turn, he's putting two or three, and that's three. Three threat around is halfway, yeah. right? Yeah, it's fast. So cool. Yeah, it was fun. It's a good. It's a good. Uh, a good challenge. Daniel, did you do anything else? Oh, did I, Steve? Did I? So I figured you cats would like do all the new stuff and all that. So I went back to the core box. And you know how oftentimes I have said on our podcast that I don't feel like we should be beholden to just do one encounter set, right? Or one modular set, rather. Like, I will often say, why not throw more in, right? So you know what I did, Steve? You know what I did, Mike? Oh, what'd you do? I played Rhino with all five (laughs) modular sets from the core. (laughs) And I'm like, I just want to see what it was like. Because I I have done that before, just if something says his encounter set and another, I'll sometimes put two in just to be more fun, right? I won't necessarily do it against villains whose whole gig is speeding through the encounter deck. But, But for Rhino, that's not really what he's about. So I'm like, well, what do I lose by diluting the Rhino deck? So obviously I didn't see a lot of charge. Okay. Or stampede. But, you know... I also never knew what the hell was coming out. So I got, you know, Bomb Scare, Under Attack, MODOK, uh, Masters of Evil. Like, there's tons of stuff in this deck. 
and I played um, two-handed solo. And speaking of the core, I thought, well, who matches wits for wits with Rhino in the core is Spider-Man and She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought I, I want to I want to not be able to thwart him, right? Like his mind against my minds. <laughs> um, and it was fun, and it was a very long game. Now, I did not go through the encounter deck. Not once. So, okay. Not once. It's a pretty big encounter deck, and it's only two players. I, I saw most of it, and I thought it was a super, super fun way to play. I really, really enjoyed it. I'm just imagining the possibilities. Did yeah. Did the biochemical I, enhancements come out? Yep. Who did they hit? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. This was like five days ago, Mike. Um, Maybe a tiger I don't know. I, I no. Oh, you know, it was actually Sandman. Oh, nice. Okay. So, so, but yeah, I mean, like, I, I did. Do, I dealt with one charge. Uh, it was. I don't know. It's like there's something really fun about diluting the deck. Where I get why they don't do that as designers, sure. right? Like, because you want Rhino to like feel like Rhino. They're like, well, what if if Rhino is just part of a giant posse of bad guys coming to get you? And so I did that, and really, I I don't ever really play this game solo or by myself. I kind of like the communal aspect of it, and two handed is kind of a lot to manage. But I I actually had a lot of fun. Just the mystery of the encounter deck and shuffling an encounter deck that side is fun. I don't sleeve my encounter cards, so it's not that hard to shuffle it. But man, any given moment, never know. Nice. Never know. But I will say I did the thing where Modoc comes out and I just ignored him. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that that doesn't change. So I recommend this to any of our of our listeners. I've said it before. Don't feel like you are beholden to the one modular set. Have fun with it. And if you're worried about like you're diluting the deck or whatever, I don't know, use Electro or something that pitches cards out as part of their thing. Or uh, it's just fun. It's just fun. The game is flexible, right? And so there's no reason not to just throw all your cards in it, see some stuff. Because I can't remember the last time I put under attack in anything, right? Like, why would you? That's it. That was my that was my fun, Steve and Mike. That, that sounds pretty I went good. crazy with that. that right? I, 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 I figured neither of you would do that. You were right. And I was right. Yeah. <laughs> I was right. I'm like, I thought Spider-Man and She-Hulk, I, they're perfect. They're thwart, they're thwart one against his scheme one. Perfect. You could do this with the other boxes. Take all of the Kang sets and throw them in Kang. It all works thematically. Yeah. Throw sure. Electro and a mess of things and the Goblin gimmicks in with the Green Goblin. Yeah. I mean, don't be scared by a 70 guard encounter deck. Yeah. I mean, the heroes cheat, so why can't you? Yeah, exactly. I was thinking, <laughs> like... In a four-player game, like having a big encounter deck like that, it's not as noticeable, kind of. Well, you got some cards in there that like discard cards until you discard a Master of Evil. So yeah. you could potentially discard 30 cards. You, <laughs> I didn't. You could, but yeah. You know who's really fun in a really big encounter deck like that is um, Madame Hydra. She's like another villain, which is great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but with the side schemes, and you can't get yeah. rid of her, and they they go fetch her and stuff like they that. They go fetch her, and it's like, so I recommend it. I always recommended multiple modular sets. Why not go five? Yeah, I I think I'm gonna give it a try next time we have a four player game. 
Do it. Totally, totally do it. You can say, what set are we going to play? And I'm going to say, all of them. Right. You know, and it also, like, makes, you know, like, certain heroes are, like, kind of duds against, like, Thor, for example, against Rhino and Bombscare. It's, like, it's not as fun, right? But, like, you can, like, pack the modular sets with minions and just, you know. Yeah. Every every hero is fun when there are minions out. Some heroes are not fun when there aren't minions out. True. And multiple modular rocket. sets yeah. guarantees more minions, I think. There's my two pennies. That's what I got for you. Nice. What I did, too, is I thought, I want to, you know, we talked about Rhino's lore a little bit. And I, I wanted to find a, a good comic to read about Rhino for coming back to this. Uh-huh. And I found one. It's the Incredible Hulk, which I'm glad, Mike, you played the Hulk versus Rhino. And it's called The Incredible Hulk Bats Against Rhino. Uh, it's from November. I think it's issue 435. I don't know. That. I'm looking at the cover, and it doesn't really tell me exactly. But in this issue, you've got kind of Professor Hulk, where it's kind of a hybrid between Bruce Banner and the Hulk. So he's Intelligent Hulk. He uh, he's down on his luck, so he needs to get some money and uh, whatever. And he decides he's going to go play AAA baseball. He paints himself so nobody knows he's the Hulk, and he goes out oh. to play AAA ball. And it ends up that the best player on the opposing team happens to be Rhino, and no. they play baseball against each other. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, so you know they're each going to hit a home run every time, except they each can jump super high to catch the ball uh and uh they end up having a uh a dugout clearing brawl where the two of them start fighting in the middle of the field and both teams race out you know to defend their guy and then they realize just like what they've gotten themselves into as the hulk and rhino duke it out and the the teams scatter nobody wants to be involved in that uh and it's got a it's got a fun um it's got a fun fight in the outfield between the two, but unfortunately, in this case, the Hulk beats up Rhino, and oh. uh, you know it's a, it's a grand slam for the Hulk, and uh, it's a strikeout for Rhino. So, but that's a fun issue. I'll link it in the show notes. Go check it out if you have like Marvel Unlimited. So, what else I learned in all this, Steve? That Rhino is still fun. He's still fun. Yeah. Yeah. He's still. I mean, you don't have to have like. You know, a complicated villain all the time. Like he he can be made fun. Even this big in the big card pool and all that and all these new heroes and new decks and power creep. You can get Rhino to where he can compete. Yeah, if you're not having fun then don't play. Go play something else. His story's gonna change completely when we get the hood and that new hmm. standard set comes out. Yeah, standard two, expert two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he'll have the option of getting steady, so he's harder to stun lock. Yep. I think it'll be an interesting upgrade for him. All right, guys. Well, is that it? You got anything else to add? No, that, so. that's it. That Rhino's, was a wonderful set of stories. That was fun. Thanks, guys. Mike, where can the good people find us? Hey, folks, do you guys have a fun story about rhinos? Maybe some good modular sets, maybe some good stories from the zoo? Email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. And you can find our YouTube channel by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, and Wandering Tuke. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Rhino, take us out. Out of my way!